All right, I want to welcome everybody to another episode of yours truly, the Rikishi Driver Talk Show. And uh, as always, this episode and my uh, talk show is always powered by Knox Pro Entertainment. Make sure you check them out. It's knoxpro.com. Anything professional wrestling that you might want to learn across the world. If you think you got what it takes, go ahead and bump on over and check them out. That's K-N-O-K-X-B-R-O-P-R-O.com. And also anything MMA. I want to thank for uh, also my sponsors, uh, Blackout Fight Gear. You can check them out at blackoutfights.com. If you're in the MMA, boxing, Muay Thai, just ass whooping in general, go ahead and check them out because they got the goods for you. And speaking of MMA. I want to send this. I'm, I'm very, very excited for this one. What a small world, right? My special guest today is Ilima Leigh McFarlane. She is Hawaiian Oahu grown. She is a former five-time Bellator MMA flyweight champion. And she also has her own gear. You can check her out at eliminator.com gear and Listen, I'm excited. Uh, my producers and I, we reached out to her. And, you know, she is uh, one of the special highlights for this month of the Pacific Islander month to shine the light on Ilima tonight. So without further ado, I'd like to bring in my special guest, the Eliminator, Eliminator, the one and only Ilima Lay McFarland. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, joining the show. I am very, very excited to talk to you. So I'm just going to jump right in it. You know, uh, we've uh, watched your, uh, we did some research on you. How does a Polynesian island girl such as yourself all of a sudden said, I want to get in the ring and mix it up? I have no idea, honestly. We always, we always <laughs> joke around because... I, I call myself a private school Hawaiian, so mm. I've never been in a fight before in my life. My dad was a teacher at the same school that I went to, you know, so we were always really scared about getting into trouble. So, yeah, never, never fought before in my life. But one day woke up and was like, yeah, I think I want to get punched in the face for a living. And and <laughs> we're like the. Do you have, uh, I understand you got like, what, six siblings? You come from a big family of six siblings? Yeah. Tell me yeah. about that. Yeah, big Hawaiian family. Um, grew up on Oahu. I'm the baby of six kids. And oh. like I said, you know, we were all good, well-to-do private school kids, never fought. We didn't even fight amongst our siblings. And, um, but, you know, I guess I was always kind of like the little black sheep of the family because... Mm. You know, we were all athletes. We grew up playing basketball, volleyball, soccer, but I was the only one that got into wrestling at a young age. And I don't know what it was. I was just like a very physical, combative person. Mm. I guess, yeah, being the baby, you know, you have to, you have to have that edge. And so I got into wrestling at a young age and I really, really loved it and just stuck with it through high school. And once I finished high school, I moved to San Diego to mm. pursue a higher education. I went to San Diego State. I'm an Aztec. Wow. And um, yeah, took a break from sports, didn't play again 
until after I was Paul with school, then that's when I was like, okay, I think I want to get back into something. And then that's when I started doing MMA. Who, who inspired you like to do MMA, like in training? So I, I didn't even really know that MMA for women was a thing mm. or fighting, uh, women fighting was a thing until um, I saw American Gladiators, the show, and I saw Gina Carano. Mm. And, you know, we're all, we all know who Gina Carano is. Right. Big shout out to Gina. So, yeah. And so I, that's when I first heard about women's fighting and I was like, wow, you know, she's so pretty. I want to be like her. That's so badass that she can fight. And, but again, never really put any serious thought into it. Just thought it was cool. And then while I was again, up here in San Diego in college, then I saw some Hawaii girls fighting. Um, primarily Raquel Pa'aluhi. So Raquel, I always credit Raquel for, for being the pioneer for women's MMA in Hawaii for um, Hawaii girls. She was the first. And her dad is David Pa'aluhi, Uncle, Uncle David, Uncle Kabika. He's a, he's a legend uh, in MMA. And so anyway, I saw Raquel competing and her and I had actually wrestled together in high school. So I was like, you know, I think maybe I can do it too. So I always credit Gina Carano and Raquel Pa'aluhi. So you always had it in you out of the six siblings. You was probably the one that just wanted to get in there and just fight, just throw hands all the time, right? I think so, yeah. So tell us about your nonprofit organization you got going on. You seem like you're just busy within the ring family and now you know with your foundation tell us a little bit about that so i was actually inspired to create my nonprofit, which is called nawahine toa and it translates to women warriors and i created it last year but i've been in the not in the nonprofit sector for a few years now since since actually winning the belt in 2018 and the reason mm. i was inspired to create this foundation and start working uh, with nonprofits is because of the missing and murdered indigenous woman movement where native women and girls actually face higher rates of violence out of any demographic. And so I decided to start teaching native women self-defense and, and awesome. uh, it kind of, yeah, it grew into this uh, nonprofit where uh, we were able to do, you know, all women's retreats. We we're able to award scholarships to Native girls. Wow. And yeah, it, it's, uh, in well, fact, we're getting ready for. Tell us about this photo right here that we're looking at. Obviously, the listeners can't see it, but our people on our social media will be able to see it. Tell us about this photo here. So this is a picture of my first women's retreat wow. in the beginning of 2020 and so we took about 20 participants 20 uh native girls and women from first nations around the world we brought them to oahu where i was born and you know it was like a intercultural exchange we taught them about the hawaiian culture we took them around the islands and again focused on self-defense and uh you know self-healing primarily wow. So it was a really awesome retreat. Man, just by looking at that picture is just so powerful to see so much 
joy and happiness amongst that positive circle. You know, um, this is awesome. How, how long has the foundation been open now? So we're just, we're still in our infancy. We created it about a year ago. So, um, mm -hmm. we are actually in about 2 weeks We're we're having our 2nd women's retreat, which is again on Oahu and. Uh, so that's what I've been getting ready for. Like you said, I'm always super busy, uh, but yeah, mm. but we're, we're going to do in a couple weeks. Okay. So I'm going to go through it now. It's like, I'm excited just to know, are you still active or do we have, what's the plans for the eliminator moving forward in the, in the cage world, in the fight yeah. world? I am very much active. I actually took a long break after I lost the belt in 2020. I had to take a long break. I was out for about a year and a half because I had to get surgery on my knee. And, you know, I was I was going to get married and wow. I, I just had to take a break. I thought that I was going to retire and, you know, start having some Afakasi babies. But, mm. but uh, I didn't end up coming back. and. And I actually just fought two back in Hawaii at the Blaisdell. And um, fortunately, I, I came out of there, uh, even though I lost, you know, nothing. I didn't get seriously injured, but I did hurt my neck early on in, in the first round. In the first minute of the fight, I landed on my neck and got a really bad stinger. So I, I couldn't fight. Um, I only I fought with one arm. I couldn't feel this arm at all. You know, I want to ask you that, you know, when you're in that fight, like, can we put up that other photo where she's uh, bloody all on her face? <laughs> okay. So when I'm looking at this, what is going through your mind when you know that you got blood dripping down your face? And as an athlete, you know, during that time, what, what goes through the eliminator's mind when you feel this, that this is happening in this moment? Um... I was like, uh oh, how did I get cut open? Cause she, I don't remember her hitting me. So I was trying to figure out like, oh, and then actually you can't tell it's blood. I, I actually thought it was sweat. I thought it was sweat at first. And then as soon as I wiped it and I saw it was blood, I was like, oh crap, I got cut open. But yeah, I mean, your adrenaline's going so much. You don't really feel it, you know? So I was trying to figure out yeah. how how I got cut, but um, I actually got cut on the cage. I went in for ah. a tape and I, I hit my face against the cage and it cut open, so. And and how do you adapt? Like, I mean, you know, I know in professional wrestling, they say the show goes on. Well, we're, we're, the, we're the show entertainment in your world. You guys straight shoot, like you guys are really <laughs> going at it. When you feel like something in a part of your body, like you just mentioned about the stinger, does mm -hmm. that concern you during the heat of the moment? Because I know for us, you know, sometimes we all get hurt in our way, you know. Uh, you never know what can happen in, in the ring and so forth. But, you know, you learn to adapt. When you have that stinger and you feel like something, oh, you know, something ain't right here. What is your what is your mental thought now? That was the first time that I ever was scared in a fight was mm. when I got the stinger because I couldn't feel my arm. I couldn't move it. And so that was the first time that I was like, oh, shit, this is bad. 
Um, and so I, but I just kept my poker face on. Like you said, the show must go on. Mm. I couldn't show my opponent that I was hurt. Um, and I couldn't show the doctors that I was hurt because they might right. stop the fight. So I was kind of just like, okay, poker face. And I just kept mm. my other arm up and I just kept throwing that on. <laughs> so, yeah, like you said, you just have to, yeah. the show must go on. It's safe to say that Polynesian, all Polynesians in general, <laughs> like when it comes time for us, go time, whatever that is, we put our whole heart and soul and you feel like your culture is on your back. Like, you know, my whole culture is watching. I got to let it all out by any means necessary. If I feel like my shoulder's broken or my neck's broken, hell, I better crawl out that damn cage or crawl out the ring before I quit, right? Yes, yes, quitting is not an option. Right. Um, so do we have a, Do we have any, uh, you know what, I want to back up. It's mm -hmm. it's weird how a small world this is. You know, I understand your, your husband. I know his father very well. Rest in peace, James Iono. And, you know, I was saying this earlier. My wife was looking at your last name earlier. She has family out there in San Diego. She says, McFarland, I know that last name. So tell me about your husband. Yeah, so my husband, his name is Jason Tupola Iono. Shout and... out to Jason Talofa. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually a musician. Oh. So, yeah, he's really into, into uh, music. That's his career. That's his life. Um, but he's a huge pro wrestling fan and huge oh. fan. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, um, you know, since his dad was a pro wrestler, he just grew up watching it, loved it. So when I told him that, Hey, I'm going to be on, uh, Rikishi's, uh, podcast, yeah. he got so excited. He was just like, no way. Oh my gosh. He's a legend. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to bring him on. Um, but I want to feature him on a, on the show separately by himself so we can yeah. shine a light on his, you know, what he's doing. But, you know, long story short, uh, me and his father were very, very close. Uh, James Iono was a good dude to me when he uh, actually came out towards Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, that's where we both, you know, it was kind of the first time I seen a one out there in ATL. And so yeah, we just yeah. chopped it up. We actually chopped it up in a buffet. We came from a buffet to the wrestling ring, the rest of the history after that. So, but okay. Well, listen, you know, uh, I want to say this. Uh, how how can people follow you on your social media? Uh, oh, tell us about your gear, the Eliminator uh, gear oh, you yeah, have yeah. going on. How can people get a hold of that and purchase all that? Wow. There it is right okay. there. So that was from my last fight. Um, okay. And so, yeah, it was... Uh, you can get that on my website at eliminator.com. I also have gear that's on a uh, pop-up makeke. I'll also put the links up for that. Okay. And I just, uh, I actually just received okay. some more rash guards in the mail today. I was unpacking mm. it before this. So yeah, I have a bunch of gear and um, proceeds goes towards my foundation also. So okay. again, you can find out more information at eliminator dot com that's also my instagram and my facebook is at eliminator i-l-i-m-a-n-a-t-o-r all right well sis thank you so much for taking the time i know you're a busy woman you got a lot of uh things going on i wish you none but success uh you know health 
and keep your joy and continue to keep throwing them hands in the cage and we look forward to your next fight okay awesome thank you uncle all right okay i'll talk to you later and god bless you and uh keep up the great work you too uncle nice all to right. see you all right ladies and gentlemen there you have it elima eliminator make sure you follow her check out her nonprofit organization also check out some of that cool cool swag i gotta get me some size 4x well i know where to get them now but i want to thank uh also my sponsors again always powered by knox pro entertainment that's knoxpro.com and also blackout fights you can check them out.com as well okay remember this i want you to continue to share share this episode retweet it repost it i mean put it on all your social media i want people to understand what's happening with the rikishi driver talk show and uh also remember i'll be coming on twitch every live oh every tuesday 6 p.m live make sure you check that out and always remember it's free to be kind to one another this is rikishi and i'm out Straight up on my mind at ease, girl, it's been a